You're listening to the Calm Mind Confident Life podcast, full of guided meditations, relaxation audios, and an abundance of tips from inspiring people around the globe. This podcast is here to help you cultivate calm and embrace the power and freedom of believing in yourself. With your host and founder of Value Your Mind, Natalie Keeley. everyone welcome back to the podcast I hope you've had a good few weeks February has just rushed by hasn't it I don't know if it's felt the same for you guys but it's just gone by in a flash and it's actually been really nice the weather's been really nice um, and there's just been this kind of feeling of spring in the air and in traditional Chinese medicine and Ayurveda and all these kind of Eastern practices, they talk a lot about spring being this time for creating new ideas, new ventures, um, new energy. It's just this kind of time of newness and freshness. And I, um, I've i really been feeling that. So I'm very much looking forward to what March has in store and April and just really embracing this feeling of spring. So today's episode is about compassionate mind training. Now, I actually did part one on this just before Christmas, and this is part two. So I highly recommend that you actually go back to episode 30, which was part one, and listen to that first stage, because in there, I talk about what compassionate mind training actually is, and then I also introduce the first fundamental element of forming a compassionate mind. So yeah, do do go back to that first, but just to recap, compassionate mind training is about turning your mind towards more compassion compassion for yourself, for others and for the world. And in episode 30, I talked about that first key element being how to recognize that the way the brain works isn't our fault. So it's understanding that the negative patterns that our brain um, has or does isn't our fault. It's just the way the brain works. And this is the very first stage of forming a compassionate mind. It's basically, in essence, removing that idea of self-blame and frustrations with ourselves and remembering that actually a lot of this this negative rhetoric is out of our control. So there's no point wasting time and energy getting upset or being judgmental with ourselves about it. It's more just about accepting that the brain is just doing its thing and instead kind of soothing it, not fighting it, just finding ways of accepting, embracing and managing it. Now, in this next part, I'm going to introduce to you the next fundamental part of compassion, and that is to understand that wherever we place our attention, our energy, our mind, our thoughts will also go. So if we if we place our attention with pain or with negativity, then this is what we will feel. This is what our energy will become. This is what our mind will become. This is what our thoughts will become. If we turn, however, our attention to more positive things, more pleasant feelings, then the same principle applies. So in essence, it's what we think and feel we become. By turning attention to more compassionate thoughts and feelings, therefore, we become more compassionate. And when we become more compassionate, we give out more compassion. And we just feel generally a lot better. So how do we do this? 
The first thing to know is that we need to connect to what it feels like to be in our compassionate mind. Now, I don't know about you, but if I said to you, what does it feel like to feel anxious? I think most of us would pretty quickly be able to recognise those feelings, be able to kind of remember a time recently where we felt anxious, where we felt stressed, or kind of a negative feeling in our body and in our mind, and we can very quickly relate to that. But if I said to you, how do you feel when you feel compassionate? It's a lot more difficult to connect to it, right? So we have to really train the brain to remember what it feels like to feel compassionate so that then we can easily connect to it when we're kind of doing it in a very intentional way. So I just want you to think about a time when you were really running late for something or a time when you felt you weren't being at your best, when you felt that sense of anxiety brewing within you. And I just want you to think about how that actually felt. So it might be actually a recent time, you know, in the last day, the last hour, or it might be something kind of more specific, an event that happened in the last month. But really just close your eyes if you can and take yourself back to that moment. Just really visualize, really imagine those feelings of anxiety, that kind of real feeling that you felt unsettled, you didn't feel great in your body, you were feeling quite negative, maybe there's a lot of tension in the body, um, you're kind of, you know, you're not, you're not smiling, you're feeling a bit unhappy, what that feels like, really, really, really think about what that feels like now. And I'll just give you a moment just to really think about that. And actually, you know, if you're sitting down somewhere, if you listen to these podcasts and take notes or whatever, then feel free to write down what you're feeling. And now, or you can press pause if you're not ready, but now thinking about a time when you did something really nice for someone or for yourself. Now, if you can't think of anything, you can just imagine that feeling when you stop and let traffic out. Like it's such a simple gesture, but we've all done it. We've all been nice like that. (laughs) Maybe not always, but um, we've all done it at some point. Or maybe you've like held a door open for someone or it could be something like you felt proud of yourself for doing something good or something that you've accomplished. And that real sense of compassion that comes in, that kindness, those kind thoughts that come out of that kind action, that compassionate action. So how does it feel in comparison to when you felt that sense of anxiety and stress? What's the difference? You know, usually if we're feeling that sense of compassion or um, kindness for ourselves or others, we feel a lot more relaxed. We feel light in our brain, in our mind and in our body. And generally, we just kind of feel at ease a lot more. So just again, just taking a few moments to think about it. And if you want to write down how it's feeling, then do. And again, you can press pause if you just want to think about that a little bit more. But I really want you to recognize the difference between when you're feeling and embracing a sense of compassion for yourself and when you're not. 
And it's really that difference between a lot of tension in our bodies, a lot of kind of negative energy, and that feeling of being relaxed, feeling light, feeling easy, just feeling very kind of accepting in this moment. And then the next stage is once you've recognized how to connect with that feeling of compassion, it's establishing tools to help you instantly connect with it in the moment. So again, if you can press pause and write down specific tools, because if you've already thought about it, you know, you know that, for example, doing yoga is a really kind of easy, good tool for you to use, then great. But also thinking about those kind of very short term tools that you can use, like, for example, taking a deep breath in and then just sighing all the air out. Or maybe it's kind of saying something positive in your mind, like a a reminder. There's a really great mantra that we use in compassion focused therapy, and that is, I'm going to be helpful, not harmful. So just saying that again in your mind, I'm going to be helpful, not harmful. And you can really apply this mantra to many situations. So again, taking yourself back to a moment when you felt that, you know, you're really frustrated with yourself, you're being judgmental or critical about yourself. And then straight away, applying the mantra, I'm going to be helpful, not harmful. It instantly connects you back to a place of compassion for yourself and brings that sense that of relaxed, light, easy feelings into the body and mind. And those relaxed, light, easy feelings are what compassion feels like, right? So you're just finding ways of embracing those feelings that compassion brings for you. So I, as I said, I really like taking a deep breath in and out. It's a simple one. Everyone can do it. But I really also like this this mantra, I'm going to be helpful, not harmful. And sometimes I have to say it quite a few times because sometimes I'm very much caught up in that kind of negative pattern that my brain is doing. And remember, it's not our fault. Our brain just does that. But it can take me a lot to shift away from that because I'm very much kind of entrenched in the in the negative judgmental thinking, the critical thinking about myself. And that inner critic that we all have, it can be really loud sometimes. So sometimes we really have to kind of say the mantra quite a few times or we have to take more than one breath. But it does work. Just constantly practicing and saying, using the tool that you're going to use to connect you back to that compassionate self, it does work. But just remember, don't give up. If it doesn't work instantly, just keep doing it. And eventually you'll feel that sense of relaxed, easy feelings come into the body and the mind. So you might be able to see how this technique, this kind of second stage of compassionate mind training is linked to the first stage that we covered in episode 30. So in episode 30, as we said, it's about recognising the mind doing its thing, the patterns the mind creates, the negative kind of rhetoric that the mind does take isn't our fault. It's removing that self-blame, removing those kind of frustrations and just accepting it. And then once we've done that, we can then start to connect with that more, those more compassionate feelings. We can start to turn our attention away from the negativity and to more, towards compassion. 
So instantly what we're doing, as soon as we're noticing that pattern, we're already bringing the compassion into the mind because we're saying, you know, it's not our fault. We're not kind of getting really caught up in like, oh, why is the mind doing this? We're just like, you know, I'm going to be kind to myself. It's not my fault that this is happening. But what I'm going to do now is I'm going to focus on how it feels to feel compassionate. I'm not going to give these negative thoughts more attention and energy than they need. Instead, I'm going to give my energy to the compassion that I have within myself. What I'm going to do next is I'm actually going to lead you through a meditation which helps connect us to that compassionate mind on a deeper level. And it, it connects to this mantra that I was saying about, about being helpful, not harmful. Now, this is a really simple meditation. So don't feel like, you know, it's this is going to be really intense and you're not really up for a meditation right now or anything like this. This is a meditation that actually you can use, like if you're sitting in your car, um, it's just five minutes or maybe you're even at work and you just want to go to the toilet quickly and just do this meditation. Like this is something that you can use wherever you are. It's really user friendly. So just taking a moment and sitting with your back against the chair And if you're not on a chair, I would advise finding somewhere where you can sit with your with your spine nice and straight, just so that the energy is not blocked. And you're feeling kind of like you're growing taller, you're able to grow taller through the crown of your heads. And if your legs are crossed, just uncrossing them and rooting your feet to the floor. So having this nice long spine and having this sense of grounding through the feet to the earth. And then taking that big, nice, full breath in. And then a nice, big, full breath out. And you can take another full breath in and out if you choose, or you can just slowly come to an easy, natural breath. Now, as with all compassionate focus therapy tools, it's not about forcing the brain. It's not about getting annoyed with yourself if it doesn't feel like it's going right. It's just about allowing this sense of relaxed ease to come into the mind. And in this meditation, we're not actually going to try and focus the brain and clear the brain what we're going to do is we're just going to allow it to run free. And for most of us, this is actually going to be pretty easy because the thoughts run free quite easily. And sometimes actually the difficult thing with meditation is stopping that from happening. So I just want you now just to let the brain do whatever it wants. Let the thoughts go wherever they want to go. Keep breathing nice and big, full breaths. But just not forcing it, letting it come and go, letting the breath come in and out of the body, just as it chooses to do. Allowing the thoughts to come in and out of the mind, just as they choose to do. And you'll notice the thoughts are maybe at the moment, just remaining with the breath, 
especially now that I've told you, you can allow them to run freely. Sometimes it's the opposite happens. But in time, they will start to drift off. They'll start to get distracted because that's just the way the mind works. And just let it do that. Let it go in the circles that it wants to go. Let them go to the places they want to visit, these thoughts. Just allow them just to go wherever they want to go. And now I want you to notice when there is any sense of tension, of judgment, of negativity or anything unhelpful that comes up in the mind. And when you notice that, it's like a little red flag for you to remember to repeat the mantra, I'm going to be helpful, not harmful. So whenever those negative thoughts come up, Don't get annoyed with yourself for for them coming up. Recognise that's the way the brain is working and thank the thoughts for reminding you that you're going to be helpful, not harmful. So really kind of a sense of sending compassion to those negative thoughts and just gently repeating in your mind, I'm going to be helpful, not harmful. I'm going to be helpful, not harmful. And whenever you're ready, you can just begin to come out of it. You can take a few deep breaths. You can roll your shoulders back and away from the ears and then begin to open your eyes. Now, you can take as long as you want with this meditation. It's really flexible, it's really simple, easy. As I said at the beginning, it's something that you can do anywhere, anytime. But in essence, what it is, it's just about helping you turn your attention away from those negative thoughts, away from the kind of harmful thoughts and feelings and towards a more helpful place, towards a more compassionate place. It's also really helpful to remember that that first stage of the meditation where I was telling you to sit straight, sit comfortably, to have your feet planted, it's actually a really important stage because we want to make sure the body feels compassionate, that sense of ease and relaxed feelings before we then try and target the mind. Because if the body's all tense and everything like that, then it's really difficult to convince the mind to be compassionate. So definitely make sure if you're doing this on your own that you are comfortable in the body, that you are feeling kind of a sense of kindness within the body, and then start to move towards bringing that compassion into the mind. So that is it. I hope you guys have found that useful. If you have any questions at all or it was a little bit confusing, 
then just um, shoot me over an email or head over to our Facebook group and ask any questions on there. Um, But yeah, definitely make sure that you check out episode 30 first, because if you haven't, then this might have been a little bit more confusing for you. But both parts are equally as important. So yeah, so I hope you found it helpful. And in a probably a month's time, there'll be the third part. And that's where I'll be introducing just another element of bringing in that more compassionate mind for yourself. In the meantime, I hope you guys have a really good couple of weeks and yeah, just try and focus on bringing more compassion towards yourself because when you do this, you will probably find that you're a lot more compassionate towards others and when you're more compassionate towards others, they're more compassionate back. So it's just it's just a really nice kind of happy circle to get yourself involved with.